Hello. My Hello. name is Lazero. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. I have a whole bit. You let me go through my bit, okay? Jeez. Now I don't want to do the bit. You know what? We're keeping this in the thing anyway. Just do the bit. It's fine. Just I'll, do the bit. I'll okay, okay. Stop. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely putting it in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, so complete silence here is what I need, okay? Hello, my name is Lazero. And you know what? I'm getting married. period no that's not actually happening but it's a great opening line and we're going to speak of open lines in a second uh welcome back to the asap weekly rock league podcast wabbits you can unmute yourself right now oh my okay i'm so happy i was muted because i was freaking out for half a second <laughs> I, pretty much dude but i i just want to throw you a bit all right because i was working on first lines and first lines are really really important you know in what no in books dude in Ooh. books okay, okay. all right you see you see where i'm going with this I see, eh? I see. um so um, I guess I guess I have a, th- a couple of things to announce. Um, first off, uh, Legend of the Rocket Heroes is officially on hiatus for the time being. Um, this mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I was actually talking to Wabbit some some time ago, and we were saying that um, I really like writing stories and, and making up scenes and kind of progressing them. But I felt what ended up happening with that thing is that it spent because I wasn't good at it four or five times longer on editing and like recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've decided to get back seat from that project. Cause I just feel it's a lot of time consuming and it's stuff that I'm not particularly passionate about. Um, I think if I were ever to bring it back, I would need someone who was like really, like really liked making rocket league videos. Uh, and you know, I'd have to find some way to do it with them uh, as opposed to the way it was going. Cause it, it just, it was a big time sink and wasn't necessarily what I was interested in, but uh what i am starting to work on is a book so that's uh that's that's essentially what that opening line was all about um and the reason i'm bringing up on this rocket league show even though the book is not at all related uh is as i write every uh i know a couple chapters a couple pages um every so often i don't know if it'll be like weekly every two weeks every month uh but at least once a month i'll be dropping what i've written so far on the patreon uh, in PDF format. So, uh, that is, I guess what I'm trying to say. So the bad news is that legend of the rocket heroes is, uh, on is indefinitely postponed. Uh, but the good news is, is that if you are a patron, you'll get to, uh, make fun of my book writing skills, but maybe you'll enjoy it. Um, but I think the coolest thing will be to be like when I actually finish the book in a year or whatever, be like, Oh, these are all the other drafts. You know, I've already written the first chapter like five times. So like you'll get to see how the book has changed as it was written, which I find is really cool as well. Um, or you can just, you know, move on from like the previous chapter that you were at as the new PDFs come out, but that's kind of the way I'm doing it right now. So yeah, that was, that was a long winded <laughs> introduction. Um, I don't know if Wabbits, you have any reaction to that? I have lots of re- reaction to that. So first off, I got a sneak peek at chapter one. It's actually really good, or at least not. Is it chapter one? I think it's chapter one. Yeah, it is. I 
Listen, those chapters would definitely have to be padded out a little longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like story-wise, actually really good. Small things that I would change and make it better. But that's the whole point of editing and writing is a lot of, that's a long process. And that uh, leads towards, um, you know, perfection eventually. And that's what it's going to be because it's actually really interesting. And I'm very, uh, like, already into the characters and everything. I love it. I'm super excited. I will say I'm sad about the the um, indefinite postponing of Legends of the Rocket Heroes because I was enjoying the voice acting. But this is going to be a good, good little bit on the side. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if anything, all the projects that I made leading up have led me up to this. That's how I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm very much uh, excited for it. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess, what? Without further ado, let's introduce our guest. Five minutes in, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I like to do it. Uh, Elize is with us. Hello, Elize. Hello. How's everyone doing? Um, Elize is now you've been on two podcasts. Um, so we're waiting for you to conquer all the podcasts. Well, do you know, I'm a little bit famous, but you know, always fun to be around. Yeah. Um, listen, when you, when you hit the big time, just don't, uh, (laughs) don't forget about us. That's, that's what we're trying to say. Never always here for the boys. Uh, this is actually great because this will be a good episode. Uh, I know we really didn't add it in our announcements but i i'd like to just uh when we're kind of around that hour week uh in rock league time i'd like to talk a little bit about coaching uh so both Eliza oh. wabbits are on our website asapweekly.com uh and we do coaching there so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that um later on this episode but i'm just gonna plug it in here in the announcements <laughs> uh next thing to announce um is we have a show in the works um it is kind of the spiritual successor to mechanically mediocre maybe um that's so a really it, good way to say it. <laughs> it it is but it isn't it's it's um we're still have a work like we have we're still working on the name exactly um but it's gonna have a lot to do with vod reviews and different stuff um and it'll it will be relentless and your boy hunty uh together they will be uh making a show um and it will be exclusive to youtube so it'll be only youtube um especially if you're doing a lot of replay reviews it just makes sense mm-hmm. another thing this i feel like you know i feel like i'm just going on like like a million this is the morning announcements before school starts <laughs> and everyone's like just wants to sit down but instead i'm just talking talking um another thing that I, i'd like to announce as well is mechanically mediocre has been completely moved to our youtube channel so if you want to watch all those episodes they're still there they're just only on available on youtube the reason for this uh i don't know if we talked about it wabbits um mm-hmm. but we've just been trying to make our uh, channel a little more advertiser friendly uh so we've we've gone rid of any episodes with expletives uh so uh it's still there it's just only on youtube is what we're saying um that's kind of where we're at so now, uh, if you were a audio listener, now you're forced <laughs> to see Combo's beautiful face and Jer's ugly mug, and that's it. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> you get to see Jer's beautiful face. Okay, and, that's another option. <laughs> you know, it's 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 up to debate. You know, it's you know, everyone has their own definition of beauty. So, uh, yeah. The- <laughs> Elias, uh, does does Jer have a beautiful face? That's what we really want to know. That's the. I think he has a beautiful question. smug. It's a combination. Oh, mm. I like but that. He's got it figured out. Definitely the video podcasts are where it's at, though. You get the full 100%. experience. 
Um, you know, and as always with the ASAP Weekly uh, Rocket League podcast, let me just add in a couple more things. Uh, you know, <laughs> just that are not in the uh, in the note sheet. Um, August the the thirtieth, so that's a Sunday. Uh, we are planning our tournament for the month. Uh, Relentless is hosting, and we're going to keep it simple. It is uh, no MMR cap, three v threes. All right, standard. That the is real terrifying. tournament. Uh, so you know yeah it'll be we'll we'll see how many people show up um but remember there's no mmr cap so uh, i'm ready for some gcs to be stomping a lot of people i don't know like we haven't really specified whether double elam or just single elam we haven't decided on that yet but regardless that's it's just a standard three or three that's full swiss bracket yep full swiss bracket uh but it'll be august the 30th and it'll be at 8 p.m eastern time um and another thing that we that we mentioned last week on the podcast, you know how we talked about Nictacular Rabbits, you remember that? Of course. So Nictacular, in his very brash uh, fashion, has written an article about us. Um, so at this point, Nictacular has fully transitioned to just an angry internet <laughs> blogger. Um, and he d- completely disagrees with everything you say, Wabbits. So, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, of course. I mean, <laughs> what'd you expect? If he agreed with you, like, I'd, I'd be surprised, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he can't do that. He's going to implement all of it. And we know this because he's going to take that free coaching because it's, it was amazing. But he's not going to, or he's going to say that he hated every single moment of it until. So that you give office. him more free coaching. He's actually mm-hmm. a genius, is what you're saying. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, you you wouldn't want ever you wouldn't want ever the word nictacular and genius to be in the same sentence. Unless there's um, the word not in between them. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I guess uh we can keep moving on. Uh I just want to mention that so Wabbits can uh continue his rivalry with Nictacular. Mm-hmm. Uh guess what? We have we've been getting regular announcements uh from the Rocket League website. Which is amazing. And the latest is the uh revamp tournaments a closer look. Um, so they're, they're kind of saying, uh, have either of you looked at this in depth read it uh, multiple times? Yes. Okay. <laughs> give uh, do you want to take it away? Nice. Do you want to take it away? Wabbits? Okay, sure. I'd be happy to. Um, so they're adding actual tournaments. The one thing that we're not sure about is, okay. I'll talk about what I'm not sure about later. Um, they're adding real tournaments, 32, uh, team tournaments that are going to be at scheduled times. Uh, I think every single day. Uh, multiple are going to be uh, per day, and there are like a lot throughout the week. We have no idea how many are going to be through the week, but there's going to be a lot, and that's what it sounded like. Um, it, it it looks really good. Looks really good. You can queue up as any number of people. You can queue up as a three stack. You can queue up as a one. You can queue up as a two. It'll always always be three v three though, uh, to my knowledge. Uh, and the initial ranking is going to be your threes MMR. Um, but the, there will be a separate tournament MMR for subsequent seasons. It's seeming like that wasn't officially said. Um, but that's what I have to assume. <laughs> uh, so let's say you're a gold three player, you're going to get into the gold three, uh, or the gold, yeah, probably gold three, um, tournament bracket and then be like, yo, I'm here. And then if you go on a winning streak and be like, yeah, this team is amazing. We're definitely a plat two team. Then you'll be moving up in the ranks, uh, on the tournament specific ranking and you'll be mm-hmm. playing in those t- plat two tournaments. Um, other way is also true now for winning it to, or actually just for competing in a tournament, you get these specific credits, um, that are tournament credits that can be used to buy tournament specific items. Um, Elias, do we know if these are tradable? I was looking through it. 
That's one I, thing we don't know. We know that you, when you get the tournament items, you're able to actually trade them up to get higher tiers. And it actually mm-hmm. does call out that you can trade them up all the way up to black market tier for items. And they mm-hmm. can be painted or certified. But we don't actually know if they'll be like player to player traded, tradable. Okay. Uh, so currently we're under the assumption that we can't trade them between players, which would be ideal. Um, I think everybody is. Like agrees that, that that would just be better. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're, that's what we're going to hope. But you can trade up, which is going to be good because then you don't have to, you know, pop off on tournaments all the time to uh, just get the items. You can just play a bunch. <laughs> and speaking of playing a bunch, you get guaranteed items or guaranteed credits for winning every single round ra- or for every single round that you win. Um, as it's a 32 bracket of best of one series. Um, except for semis and finals with the losers bracket, actually. I forgot about that. Um, there, There's a lot of games that you can play. If you get past round one, you get credits. Past two, you get more, stuff like that. And then the winners and second place and third place, I believe, get more. We don't know how this uh, breakdown works yet, but, um, you know, pretty cool, regardless. And those those credits are going to be used to buy things. It's pretty, pretty nice. I think this is essentially chess because you you buy cups and then the cups give you items. So I'm I, I think chests are back and I'm really really excited about that. <laughs> Other than that, um, oh the maximum time. Okay, um, they're very much against leaving. There's very heavy sanctions on leaving a tournament, which is good. I like it. I was literally saying yesterday that they needed to put bigger um, uh, bigger sanctions for people that leave ranked games. And they're doing it in tournament, which is good. <laughs> um, but as for the time, um, they're adding a maximum amount of time outside of game that games can run, which is 11 total minutes, um, which is interesting. So if the game is tied uh, after like, I don't know, like it's, let's say a four-minute re- uh, overtime, mm-hmm. usually, if it's like a 3-3 game or so, um, a four-minute overtime, that'll probably get you to the 11 minutes Five minutes regulation, four minutes overtime, plus the uh, all the any time for replay as well, right? Yep, replay and kickoff and everything else is in between, which I personally calculated to be twelve seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, if the game is tied by the eleven minute mark, then the team with the most shots wins. If the shots are tied, then it's decided by coin flip. That's a little mm-hmm. bit. I thought about it for a bit. It's iffy, but it makes sense. Um, I mean, it's just to keep everything moving along. It is a little bit like, oh, so the team that shot more gets rewarded, Mm -hmm. right? Even though they just kept hitting, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I thought about. But For these types of tournaments, I understand. Mm -hmm. The one big thing that I don't see here is necessarily making it better for um, people who want to organize tournaments using this system. That's also here. Tournaments oh, are yeah. better. <laughs> uh, so. are much better. Like, is do you think? Okay, before before you you're going to explain in a second, mm-hmm. and, and this will probably lead me to my answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as all good students, uh, they make sure to ask the question before the teacher explains. Of course, so, of course. <laughs> um, so what I'll say here is, uh, do you do you think people who regularly use like Smash.gg or, or um, Battle.net are they going to switch over to this if they're running Rocket League tournaments? That's a question. Um, those ones are just really good and easy to use. I could see it, but I all right. Think... Explain to me how the change now. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the they said that there's just changes to the the custom tournaments. That's like just 
a general thing. It's like a two line sentence. Um, oh, where the, yeah, where the biggest changes or the biggest change that I think everybody that has ever used a tournament is going to like um, is that the person who creates the tournament can now play in it and spectate. Oh, great. Yeah, that's that. Well, that that's actually good. That means literally you could just run your whole tournament through their system. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I mean, so it will really depend. I'm sure bigger tournaments will not want to have 11 minute time limit. Um, but if you're just doing like a local tournament, everybody knows about it. It doesn't seem I don't out think of stretch the to do this. Time limit is there for custom tournaments. So your own personal things, I don't think the, oh, nice. the time limit's there. Nice. Okay. The eleven minute mm-hmm. is for the Rocket League specific Psionics endorsed things like that. The daily ones are not daily, but like I don't know, scheduled by Rocket League being like, yo, come out at like one thirty PM EST and you can get this. <laughs> That, that, that's what's uh, what's happening for those yeah. um, okay yeah. i'll ask a lies then do you do you find you, like after listening to all of this do you think you're you yourself will be like participating in random tournaments for the random prizes they're giving honestly i think it'll come down to what's available for like four prizes but one prize mm. i didn't hear wabbits actually talk about is that it calls out that at the end of the like tournament season they're actually going to be giving out colored titles for the rank oh, that you about that. Uh, compete at <laughs> and so like mm. that alone almost gives me a motivation that i kind of want to push to see how far i can get in the tournaments just to get an extra title um mm-hmm. i think it's really cool that they'll be adding mm. options to get those like colored and like differentiated titles for people that are below literally the highest rank in the game mm-hmm. that's smart yeah you're you're right i you know what another big thing that this is going to do is allow you let's just say you're you, you're kind of tired of a, of a competitive grind but you still want to play in tournaments that are competitive uh this will be a good way to incentivize people that are playing seriously right mm-hmm. um in but in a tor- tournament format so i think that's nice and especially especially if you have like a team you want to practice for a tournament with right you have a like, choose partner you want to practice a tournament with, with uh, but perhaps you don't want to necessarily play rank this might be a good uh, alternative and it seems like they have a lot of incentives to try to get people to use the system which is um half the battle usually with these kind of things mm-hmm. one thing um, it does say for this as well um is that the uh queue will be available for like solos duos or threes but like to start off it will only be the 3v3 game mode so the only thing to be careful about is well actually one thing to think about is like if it does really well it'd be really cool to see it open up with this kind of tournament for additional game modes as well but Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree with that uh i think they would add that soon especially looking at the the picture um they specifically have uh this tournament at 9.45 is joinable. It starts in 13 minutes, and it's a 3v3 tournament. So all of them are labeled as 3v3 tournaments, which makes me assume that they, they'll add in like a 2v2 and a 1v1 and stuff like that, which would be very, very nice. Oh, so these are almost like global. Uh, Yeah, they're regional, I guess. So like literally, yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> but like literally, because I think the biggest thing as well with the, the current format is you're waiting for other people to create tournaments. Yes, yeah. And these are just going to run automatically, even without a... Mm-hmm. These are run automatically by Psyonix saying, like, at this specific time, come here. <laughs> that's that's great. No, yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, okay, like, they can plan their day out by knowing mm-hmm. when the next tournament starts or whatever. Yep, and that's going to be really nice. I've, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, but they're going to overdo the tournaments and have too many. Um... I say they start with as many as possible and then they decrease as, as the popularity goes down. 
I can see that, but the whole thing about the tournaments, at least in in my eyes, and I think Combo would probably agree with this based on what we talked about earlier, um, is that like the tournaments are really nice because it's like, okay, there's one in the morning, one at night being like, okay, come at 5 p.m. EST or 11 uh, a.m. EST, and you'll get to play in this 3v3 tournament that's global. Everybody will will have a chance to play, and that's it. Um, and then it's like it's not too much stuff that like okay i have to be here the entire day to get all of the things it's like no there's 14 chances in a week um so i want to be there for those 14 uh specifically to have the chance to um to get my stuff yeah 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 i i my biggest fear is that like this will be great for three months three or even like two two seasons shall we say and then it's just gonna fall off the bandwagon Mm mm-hmm a lot like of I think on items, I think you're right. You're right. If people want to grind for items, they will. But otherwise, like it, it just that's my biggest fear with with anything like this, because mm-hmm. it's like it's not an extension to the game. It's just an extra thing that they seem to be putting a lot of effort in. And I'm just uh, I think it's great, especially if you're running your own tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. But anything that they're trying to do within the game to push it um, is, you know, up to the players with whether they'll be interested in in continuing or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good with that. I'm ready to move on. Are you two ready to move on? I have one question. Um, okay. I also had one thing I wanted to say. You go first, though. Wes. Okay. okay. Um, mine is a question of teams. In that, do you think that these should be uh, like you should be locked to one roster? Because that's what I'm wondering about. Like, if you can just move around between rosters and be like, okay, I'm gonna join this team for this one, this one for this one, and stuff like that. I feel like that. Yeah, might... you're gonna have a personal MMR. I don't think there's gonna be like a set three people because you you can't guarantee that in every tournament you're gonna have the same two teammates playing with you. Okay. And I'm you can I'm pretty sure you can join it yourself, right? You can join it yourself, and then it seems like you just go to the the tournament at the highest player. Uh, actually, they they do say that. Yeah. Yeah, that, they call that, it a uh, the yeah. tournament will end up playing with whoever you like highest ranked player is mm-hmm. and as a result of that we're like big given that wording i'd assume that the ranking will be based on individual i think okay. a, that being said like the idea you bring up there of like having like a almost like clubs tournament queue <laughs> would be pretty mm. cool but i think it'd... a club's world ranking dude and then just all <laughs> the people from your clubs can play against each other at random times and then you accumulate points Mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of what i was hoping for that would be really cool yeah i wonder if they'd add that but uh at this point it seems like no it's just personal uh tournament mmr separate from your um ranked mmr sure. yeah. I, think this, I think this will be good though for lower level players to get an experience of what a tournament's like 100 some inventors as well mm-hmm. so I, I think that's going to be very good i think a lot of teams are going to use this as well especially if you're in a regular team you're playing with each other mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i think that's that's pretty much that so Les, what was your question? Yeah, the only thing I was gonna say is like if you look at the pic like the picture they've given shows okay, we'll have a tournament at 9 45 a.m., one at 1 30 p.m., and then one at 1 45 p.m., which is an interesting <laughs> jump. And then it doesn't really <laughs> give that much of a scroll wheel. Like it says there's an arrow that you can scroll further, but there's no scroll wheel to show like how how deep she's gonna go. So my only concern seeing that is like how many are there gonna be in a day? Because to exactly. keep motivation up, I feel like you need to keep like a certain Supply amount low. of separation that like the tournament feels special. Mm-hmm. And if there's too many of them, then like my own, 
the only motivation to like be there for that one tournament becomes the items as opposed to like this Hold fun on, tournament if, experience. If there is more tournaments though, that means people can also look out and try to find tournaments that are that are a little less long. Right? Like Wait, what do you the mean? first tournament anyone's ever gonna do is gonna be like thousands of people in it. I, I don't Wait. What? No, there's I'd assume it'll automatically seed oh, like an 18 max. bracket or wow. something like that. Wow, dude. 32 teams 16. for everything. Didn't tell me that info right. now. Listen, oh, it my mouth. All good. Mm-hmm. It cool. does say 32, yeah. Good to um, know. <laughs> all right. No, okay, you're, you're right. So, so, so making it special is important because. But this kind of feels like. So, like, let's just say it's 130, 145. If, if there's a max 32 team. I have to assume that they have a whole bunch of servers that are dedicated uh, to this. Okay, 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 yeah. If it's just like there's 32 uh, teams that can play in this tournament at this time, then they're going to need a lot more. But mm-hmm. I was assuming that's like, no, at this time we're going to dedicate a bunch of servers specifically to tournaments, being like, okay, we'll have like, I don't know, 50 tournaments running 32 teams each at this specific time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little bit worried that it's only 32 teams can get in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that case, but that that would explain why there would be multiple tournaments in a row mm-hmm. if the first mm-hmm. thirty-two get in. That right? is true. That is true. Because then you would require there to be more and more tournaments. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, that's yeah. we'll, see, we'll see how it works. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Uh, speaking of getting better at tournaments, nice. uh, let's let's run into co- yeah. That was listen. That was uh, who should I who should I flame here? That was a. That was a that was a bad transition. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, what 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 I'd like to talk about a little bit is coaching. Um, I think this is a common question that I do ask, but the both of you have been coaching a little bit, a couple months now, or a couple weeks. I don't know. It's it all it all is the same to me. Um, <laughs> and my biggest question is, um, what are some big similarities do you that you find between players that like a lot of people do that that's very common. Um, and it, like even better if you can find specific things that you, you find um, people do that are mistakes or, or or just maybe the way they think about the game is not quite working for the rank. Wabbits, you okay. want to start off? I'll start off. I'm going to leave you the one that you want um, <laughs> because I know what you want to say. I have so, a feeling you do. <laughs> what, what I'm going to say is the biggest thing that I notice as you move up the ranks um, is like boost efficiency and when I say boost efficiency, I mean that moving around the map on small boosts. Because when you start to move around the map on small boosts, then you're always at a higher boost. You're always at higher speed, and you're always like um, being, or you're pretty much forced into proper rotations by doing that. Um, so just figuring out where you should be, and then or which boost line you should take, rather than being like, oh, where exactly should I be on the field is a, a massive thing for for people figuring it out and getting or moving up i've, I've talked about that a lot <laughs> that's good eliza oh. you do you have uh what, yeah well, for first sure. let's, let, oh sorry first let me respond to that actually because mm-hmm. uh, i i think what ends up happening is because you can get away with just getting big boost pass you do it mm-hmm. um but it's like it's such a simple thing to fix like it doesn't take that much work you know what i mean yeah you just like, have to think about it <laughs> If if you think about it and then pra- like literally ingrain it for for a couple of weeks, just thinking about it, then you just naturally start using it. So, yep, um, yep. It's, it's interesting how that works. It's super yep. easy to force yourself to do, um, but 
you don't really do it until you're higher up or you just accidentally do it as you move forward or move up being like, oh, I need to get more boost. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's boost pads. Let me go to those. But you never really think about it until like. Well, I guess when people start I, stealing all your boosts, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing as well. <laughs> so, yeah, just figuring out how to like rotate around through boosts and not just be like big boost. Get me this. I need it. <laughs> it's uh, it's big. It's That's the, the number one thing that personally I see, except for what Eliza is about to talk about. Do it. <laughs> I am like 100% sure that what you're expecting me to talk about is the one, the only, the back post. The back post <laughs> is our friend. And uh, one thing I had definitely have noticed is like pointing at the back post and just like scenarios where you should, where you get blinded by either the ball or the big boost and decide to go straight down the line under the ball, as opposed to taking the small pads, being smart about the boost uh, management and going in towards the back post is definitely something I notice a lot of. I know that like given the way that I play focused a lot on just positioning and awareness, like I toggle the ball cam a stupid number of times just to see where people are. And then when I'm watching a replay and I see people not doing that, I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) where are they? How do you know? And then similarly, going to the back post helps with that so much because by taking that, like taking a line to the back post, you can just literally see the whole field. It's great. Can I, can I actually add on to that? Cause I, I don't, there are people that just don't get that. You, you don't go along the wall when you're getting back. It's not like, Oh, let me choose with the closest wall. Let me flip back on that side. It's if you are on the same side as the ball and the ball is going towards your side of the field, and you're you're like the person that had just shot or whatever, right? You should be going across, and I don't like diagonally. And I don't think enough people do that, especially at the lower ranks. Like they'll always rotate to wherever they happen to be rotating anyway. Um, but if you want to go back post, like you literally have to go diagonally. You don't you don't go near the wall near the corner because this happened. Like I swear to you, lower rank players do this all the time. Is they will they'll be like, yeah, I'll rotate back post. But what I'll do is I'll. Uh, stay near this right wall, go all the way along the net, and then turn around, right? But what they should have done is when they were in the mid-boost, they should have went diagonally to the back post. So I just wanted to bring that up a lot. <laughs> yeah, and one thing just to add on to that is like, if you're going into the enemy corner, like the first thing you're thinking of is your momentum's taking you into the corner. You want to preserve your momentum. So ideally, you'll come out coming across the field like you were talking about going in front of the net maybe chasing for maybe getting a little demo and then coming up either up the middle up the uh semicircle slash boost egg as Webb likes to call it and (laughs) or making a way like that but if it does come to the scenario where the ball is suddenly flying back your way and you do have to go back down that same line one thing that's really important is turning off that ball cam and looking at where your opponent is and making a like a a conscious effort to get out of their way because a big part mm. of like the issue with coming back near post is that you become another opponent for your teammate. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just a blocker and it's terrible. <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're just a wall of being like, do it. I dare you to challenge. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. Like when you, when you're like champ three, you can maybe justify like if you're already there anyway, going like backboard as you go around. Right. But as soon as you're on the ground and your team's trying to clear it <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, uh, I very much agree with that. 
The one thing with backboard um, too. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say with backboard no, you go. that can also be really good. But the only issue is that the only you only want to go backboard if you don't have a third man back. Because if you do have someone, you want to keep going to give the option of the outlet pass. And as soon as you turn on the backboard, then your teammate no longer has any outlet. And then that's mm. I don't know. That's a but that, that's significantly higher level play than. Yeah. than uh, uh, you were saying like, C three. C two, yeah, yeah, C three, C three, C C two. I I'd like to talk about C two if we may now. <laughs> That's um, a good transition. Get it? Uh, <laughs> oh, let's go. Transition. Trans. By the way, um, what was that? Was that Netflix show? I don't. I I don't watch the show, but I watch people review this show. Uh, the Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh yeah. Um, and they're like the only thing. The only thing that they're like really impressed by is like the transitions. So. Um, I've never seen the show, but I watched someone talk about it. So I don't know what that makes me. Uh, what I want to say about champ twos is that, um, it is. So Wabbits, when I, when, when you were playing at C2 for a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're like, why aren't people going? Mm-hmm. It's cause what happens sometimes is C2 is people, people, everyone just decides to like not play an aggressive game. So while in C3 and like as you're getting to Grand Champ, you can't give anyone every time. There's almost like a gentleman's agreement that happens. Like I kid you not, I've been in like at least at least the the, the most recent C2 games that I've experienced the last couple of days is people are like, nah, you try to do that thing, you know, and then we'll 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 try to block you. We're not gonna like overly aggress, and you have to get used to that because then immediately in C3 it, it's almost like the reverse. Like everybody speeds up again, but but there's this weird like area in C2 where they're like we're no longer C1s chasing the ball all the time. We are we are they, they have their little monocle and they're like we are fine. Uh, <laughs> We're we're maestros of the game, and we we must indulge our double taps and our flip resets, right? And so uh, I I feel the reason Wabbis was getting more and more annoyed is that literally all the stuff that he practiced about like must haves, like what you must do. Uh, sometimes you'll do that in a C two game, and literally all three of the people are just already like at the back post, just sitting there waiting for you for you pass the ball. And you're like, no, like. A GC would have already hit this ball really hard towards the net, but instead there's no challenge here. Uh, so um, that's my explanation as to why you're, you are. And also why when we played, I think we played yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Where when I played, I was like, this is really weird. I, I actually felt I played better in our like the GC games when I was C1 than having had played C2 for like the last week. Because when I played them, I just I had no fear. I just went, you know, and that kind of... I mean, I don't know if it was better or not, but I felt like I was playing better than when C2 all of a sudden I had time again. So I Huh. What are your thoughts on all this, Wabbits? I feel like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> just because like in C2, you just have so much time to do things. In C1, you don't because people are just jumping at the ball and like they're they're hitting it. And that's it. But or in C2, So I'm saying C1 is GC level gameplay, except instead they're just a lot worse at it and slower yes. and they miss a lot more, <laughs> but they're still that aggressive. Right. While yeah. C2, there's like a little bit of like, okay, I'm going to stop missing the ball again. You know? Oh, that's probably it actually. Just because it's like, it's time to work on consistency. So but that's how they got to C1. They just stop missing the ball. <laughs> yeah. So C1 is speed up. C2 is consistency. C3 is get both speed them together. GC yeah. is I got both hundred <laughs> percent. And then now I can do the real double fake and just play like flakes and not move at all. 
that's that's really that's that's the yeah i'm wondering if this is why i've never spent any time in c2 because the first time i got uh to C3, I was it was like one day of a straight 10 win streak, pretty much. Where it was oh, I've been, listen, I've been above 50. I've been C2 for like four days, five days, and mm-hmm. I've been above 50%, or at uh, least 50%, that's... which which I wouldn't expect, you know? Mm-hmm. Fair. That's crazy. <laughs> that's true. Like you've never actually stayed in C2 for a no, long never. time. You've all you've either been C1 or C3 uh-huh. or GC. Yeah. Like there's... Yeah. There's, I've never hit C <laughs> like I've never hit C2. I've just passed through it. <laughs> Sometimes going from top to bottom, sometimes going bottom to top. I've done both ways, <laughs> but I never stay there. It's just like, oh, I'm, I've hit C2. Okay, I'm all the way in C1 now. Or <laughs> I've hit C2. Oh, I'm in C3 now, and that's it. There's no in between. And I think it's just because of the consistency and being like, okay, if you position in the right spot, then people aren't going to do things better than you. <laughs> just it's so it. crazy, too, because like I even remember distinct moments when I hit Diamond 1. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can play at Diamond 1, but then at Diamond 2, I felt like I was slower than ever, mm-hmm. like the first time I hit it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then what up happening is it wasn't that I was slower than everyone. It's just th- that consistency factor where I would I would be playing faster than everyone but missing more balls, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like that, I feel like that's a common trend where it's like you're going to speed up your play. And by speed up... I mean, it does mean recoveries. It does mean all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like those off-ball mechanics. Uh, but it also means like knowing when to, when to and when not to go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can do something consistently, like if you can consistently challenge like the ball, what ends up happening is at higher ranks. It's like I don't know. I feel I feel like here. Uh, I, I need to recollect my thoughts for a second. Uh, I feel like you'll you'll think oh my goodness i'm not like playing at this level right so you see you oh my i i'm done <laughs> i i've completely flopped my brain has has disappeared i had a thought and it's gone uh wow do you want do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about this i need to i need to let me let me I don't smoke, but let me go for a smoke. You know, like that's fair, fair, fair. Um, I I don't really know where you were going because the thought never started, and that's what's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I, I this is my this is my brain. Literally, this is maybe that's why. Like when I go for challenges, I'll miss sometimes because like I'll be completely concentrating on the ball when I'm playing Rocket League, mm-hmm. and then for a split second, like my mind's like, oh, a bird. You know, I'll look outside, <laughs> and then I just I just miss the ball. Like what what can I do? You know. <laughs> I like that. Wait, can we talk about this? Um, focusing on the ball. This just like threw my brain on a tangent. But I've been asked so many times in like this month um, about why people feel so much better uh, in free play than they do in game. Mm-hmm. So I've just been thinking about it a lot because I keep on getting asked. And I'm like, I actually don't have a good answer or answer other than like free play is just you just have to force that those free play mechanics into your your game because then you have uh, mm-hmm. your free play muscle memory and your game muscle memory which aren't the same thing but what i'm thinking and what i've what, this is my current theory uh, <laughs> is that in free play you only look at the ball mm. and you don't look at anything else because all that you care about is the ball and your car and it's like okay and I, I hit the ball at this part of my car and you're watching it you're watching the ball as you go up you're watching the ball as you hit it you're watching the ball as it goes away and then you're reading and stuff like that but in game it's like no i have to watch f- five other players 
So, well, if you're literally, let's just say, like, this feels the most common with air dribbles, right? Mm-hmm. If if I see someone going for an air dribble in game, like that person can't just freely air dribble because they're, they're they need to see whether there's an opponent that's about to block them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing it in free play, it's like, no, I have all the time to just think about how I'm going to lift the ball as opposed to where my opponent is. Right. So I'm I'm thinking that. You just get distracted. So if you want those free play mechanics, just ignore everybody. Just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, but I think then you're literally gonna give it away. Like someone's gonna fifth you, and then you're never. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you gotta lose just to force. You go lies. You go lies. <laughs> Do it. Well, I was say one thing about that is like I, I definitely agree that uh, free play is way more chill, and that you don't you, you just only have to look at the ball. But one thing as well is like in game boost isn't unlimited. So like. Mm-hmm. If you can set up a free, if you can set up an air dribble and get a beautiful 250 boost air dribble right into the top corner, like awesome, dude. But good luck in a game? Question yep, mark. Yep. That was uh, my first thought too, um, where I told people to like, you know what, turn off infinite boost and free play. Let's see how that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah, that's kind of like straight where I went because if you're trying to spend your brain brain power like setting up those setting up complicated mechanics but you don't actually check your boost first don't have the boost it's not gonna work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah no I, I i agree with that i think that's definitely a big part of it too there's a whole bunch of reasons that's why was well, did you figure out your thought yet or are we just moving on <laughs> so that was uh about 30 uh thoughts okay perfect uh <laughs> Which apparently, sorry, slight side tangent. Uh, I've been watching this uh, Chinese show called Nirvana on Fire or Is on Fire or something like that. Okay. And like they have like the way they measure warriors isn't ha- like it's almost like chess moves, but it's like when they fight. So like you're like, oh, this person can beat this person in five moves. And like so five punch blocks later, they like beat them. And it's anyway, it's that, that's what made, you made me think of. No. <laughs> I like that side tension. That's solid. Um, okay. I'm just going to move on into my week. Yeah. Our week in Rocket League, dude. Yes. Okay. My week has been a week of two V3s. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> One of them I was playing with Relentless in, I think it was low C3-ish, where it was like 1420-ish on everybody uh, average. Um, and I think in the first minute or so, the the third player just left. And we were like, oh, okay. I, I guess we'll just do it. <laughs> so we were playing 2v3, and apparently. Do you not love the challenge? I love the challenge. I love sometimes. the challenge every time. I love the challenge, especially if that player was trash to begin with and was being toxic. Because yep. then you actually get in a rhythm finally. You know? It's amazing. Sometimes you just play better because that person is like, no, you were messing up our rotation. So if you're out of the game, we'll just play a two's rotation and be better. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, keep going. Which is kind of toxic, but. Sometimes it's true. Uh, but in this 2v3, we were like, yo, this is actually, let's, you know what, let's just, let's try it. Let's see what we can do. I think we were down two to start. And then uh, we just had some nutty passing plays, a couple really good solo plays, played amazing twos rotation. Miralaz popped off, let one goal in, got four, ended up winning. It was a great, it was a great game. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know what they were doing wrong. I think it was the, like, like what you said in uh, last week, where they were just playing over defensive, and that's my current thought, but I'm not quite sure. Um, I mean, it feels like so- like I think that ch- this is um, 
there i think i don't know if it was it wasn't seabell i think it was uh wake way with yep Waden. um he had a he had a video on like empty nets and like why you um why you feel so much pressure and it's because like you have nothing more you can do mm. like, you know what i mean so when you have an empty net it's like there's no skill or crazy thing you can do it's like literally you have to do this very basic thing so like that that's like a weird pressure that happens to your brain um because you like you've done all the works so now your brain's like your brain's your brain is still trying to find something difficult to do and that's why you mess up oh um, and so i think sometimes that's like that's a very similar pressure to a 2v3 because literally what uh, the opponents are thinking is like we should win this game now mm-hmm. right and because they're thinking that every time there's a mistake or a goal gets scored on them the the effect it has on the other team is just greater than in a normal game because the assumption is that they are in, a, in an advantage. So, like, they can't, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. can't go above and, and like, they're, they're running a 3v2. Like, that's what is expected as opposed to, like, actually having this new obstacle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I think I, uh, I watched the videos. Well, and actually, I just wanted to throw in the way that you explained that, uh, like, completely brought up the way my boss explained something to me today and it was in in terms of expectations for engineers um which sounds completely random but stick with me um basically what he was saying is like when an engineer does something right like like you just expect an engineer to do something right in their job like if you ask them to do something you expect to happen and then you don't like and if they do it right like you just don't notice like it's just like okay awesome if they do it wrong, it's going to be like, yo, the engineer screwed up. Like, what is that? That's not okay. Um, and the example he gave is like, yo, like if they give you two bricks and ask you to like just make $200, like if it's in a week, and then you come back at the end of the week and you have one brick and $100, they're not going to say, wow, good job getting $100. They're going to say, yo, where's my other 100 <laughs> Do something with the brick. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting there like, how do I turn a brick into $100? And anyway, I think that's, that that just made me think of that because you were talking about how like the uh, expectation with an open net is like, look, it's an open net. You're going to score it. And similarly, like if you score it, they're like, okay, good. Like you scored it. That's what you should have done. It's, yeah. that, that's the way it's meant to be. And if you miss it, it's like, oh my God, you're trash. How could you screw this up? You're the worst once player ever. Go play once. Um, and that, anyway. that's what goes through your mind. you know. That, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I thought I just wanted to share. I like that. That was good. <laughs> that was one of the most relevant tangents that we've had this podcast. And there's been like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. my week in Rock League isn't done yet. There was another two v three. You're just monopolizing. I, I had another two v three, and this one, this one was so sad because what ended up happening is we get we get scored on. I think initially off a kickoff goal which is fine like zero seconds in um and then we played for like 10 more seconds and my teammate ended up um backflipping on an easy save and he just left (laughs) so at four minutes and like i think it was 45 seconds in it was a 2v3 with me and Messi against a full lobby of like 1550 players (laughs) <laughs> and i was just like okay are we sweating or are we just just leaving and then messi was like we're sweating <laughs> I, I knew from his plan he wasn't in comms but we i knew 
I knew. So, so we kept on going. Ended up tying it up. They were terrified. And I think they just got one open net goal from an overcommit that I think I was on backboard and like decided to turn instead of turn back or something. It was on me. Messi played amazing. Had some nutty one stuff. I uh, know he was great, but couldn't do it. It was so close, though. <laughs> so much fun playing 2v3s. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I have to say, by the way, like playing with Messi is is... The amount of consistent times, like he'll just hit a double touch, like throws, maybe not throws me off, but I, like I got used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I played with him enough that I like I would see him going for a double touch. I'm like, he's doing a double touch. So like I I started reacting as if the double touch was going in, and oh, like really? as opposed to like you know what I mean. Like that's how consistent it would be, or he'd do it so many times. So wow. yeah, playing with Messi is super interesting because you kind of just give up on passing plays. Uh, you know he's gonna solo play it so you just set up for like if the solo play doesn't go in which like inevitably it does go in but you just set up for that like one in 20 chance that it doesn't and then you're there when it misses if pretty much oh that's so fun it's great uh speaking of double taps uh we're gonna get into uh some some teams that probably do them all the time in practice but never in game uh and then when they do in a game where we're like i I mean, I, I feel like a lot of games I'll see, there is a lot of double taps, but like it's almost gotten so consistent that I'm no longer like amazed. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know if that makes sense. Double taps are common. Ta- common Unless now. it's like a gimmick angle. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so yeah, we had the stage one of the Swiss, which we will no longer explain. Uh, we've done enough explaining of how the Swiss works. We understand. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> just Just know that there's now one more Swiss thing with the teams that we're from the top. I'm not gonna stop talking. You you know what? Liquipedia, <laughs> North America, season X, fall, re, uh North American regional one. Or uh, just add Ty's so, in the Discord. Up to you. You, you know what? <laughs> Wait simple. Just add Google if you have any questions. Uh and you can do it even in the RL discussion uh chat because that's what it's for. Um so <laughs> what I want to say is like if if uh EU brought us a whole bunch of new teams, uh NA uh, brought us back to reality, back to uh, consistency, back to the status quo, Mm -hmm. except for my favorite team, Charlotte Phoenix, (laughs) beating United, all right, being RLCS level team. What's up? That's all I'm saying, dude. What are you talking about? Not back to the status quo. This is perfectly expected. Karma's going to pop off. She's going to do everything really well. Plays horrible <laughs> on the final day, but that doesn't matter in this. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're going to they're go to round five in stage two. That's what's going to happen. Oh, no. And then they're going to lose a best of five, three to two. That, um, oh, no. I hope not. If, I don't have a prediction, but if that is my prediction, that is what it is. <laughs> uh, my hope, though, you know what? Honestly, I can say it right now. Charlotte Phoenix second place that's <laughs> you know what second place like, is pretty good that's that's not a thing to laugh at <laughs> that's that's the future uh man this li- listen charlotte phoenix has been waiting for this break forever all right mm-hmm. like you just listen like stop giving me these random promotion relegation matches just put me in there all right with the big teams put me in there and and they well they beat united and then some other teams but um <laughs> The first graders, though, uh, kind of pops off. Best slash, I mean, listen, it's better than graphics I could do, so I, I'm not even going <laughs> to say anything bad about it. True. Um, was there so from Group A? Um, was there anything that really surprised you? I mean, the new peeps team, or I guess not new. 
the peeps team uh you know rocking it doing very well uh they did beat rogue and sonics which is which i consider two of the better teams in there so that's they actually had a pretty tough competition and they did well mm-hmm. uh Red- Reddles. um whoa first space station no, I started. I started reading the wrong thing. Okay. Uh, Gyro AJ Illusion. Uh, I was I was in the Peeps thing and I was looking down and I just realized they. they I looked at the team I saw. I was like, oh no, that was the old Pittsburgh Knights. Um, so so yeah, no, the Peeps team, uh, Gyro AJ Illusion, they are doing very well, and I am much more looking forward to this team than like the remnants of the Peeps uh, from before. Or this is going to get so confusing because they're they became the Pittsburgh Knights, but uh, like when Reddles and Gyro were just like. You know, it, it just did not mesh for me, like without uh, the uh, mist. So mm, uh, this feels like a much more consistent team. Um, yeah, was there any surprises from from Group A that you, that you found? Any any teams showing up more, showing up less than you expected? I think there were actually a fair few that were surprising. Um, I thought Plot Twist, United, and X Set were all expected to go through, mm. and I wouldn't have been surprised to see any of them or all of them go through, but. Kansas City, Continuum, and I guess Jamal Jarbury, but not really with them. They're a pretty decent team. Um, showed up today. Or I guess not today, but <laughs> they, they showed up and, uh, you know, showing that the RLRS, they exist. They're here. They're, I mean, yeah, I, I remember Kansas City is, is rapid in CBS, right? Yep, the, yep. That team. But uh, still, that's, but, uh, yeah. that was flight. Like those two were flight and they went 08. <laughs> Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> so the fact that they went three two, they lost two three to Space Station. They three owed E United and two uh, three to Plot Twist again. Like all three of those teams are amazing, so they kept it really close. Uh, Dominated United, who I think just had a really bad day to be honest. Um, but yeah, well, I was one thing I'd say with the United is like they slapped their first three, two games. Like they were mm-hmm. coming in hot, and then. That loss to Space Station seems like it just completely turned them around, and then they 3 would their last two. So I was mm-hmm. sad, like, when I was like, unfortunately, I couldn't watch much of the Saturday, um, but I was like constantly updating my Liquipedia just to kind of see how things were going. And like, as soon as I saw United up like two zero, I was pretty like impressed, just and, like somewhat surprised because I wasn't expecting them to come out. Um, in the upper half of the bracket, uh, though the, I guess with the teams they played, could have kind of gone either way. Um, but then I was just sad to see that after going so close with this uh, space station, who is in the, like definitely in the top four for NA, if not top two, uh, that they just ended up falling short and getting swept in the last two series. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. The, the reason that I think they probably had a bad day as well, um, just like giving excuses, and it does make sense, is they played three best of five series that went to game five, <laughs> Oof, and it was yeah. a hard one against Space Station. Like, that, that was a close game. So they they had this a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it does make sense uh, for them losing. That's, oh, that's just not true. easy to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. I think we're ready to move on to Group B. Uh mm-hmm. So uh, let's move on to Group B, which who also had a lot of the major big teams playing, uh, and who also a lot of them went through. Uh, Envy Esports, 
sorry envy the fact that turbo is on envy um and that there's like a separate cloud nine but not really cloud nine makes me feel <laughs> like we've added two top teams you know just like we just slotted them in there with reputation even though they're not yep if that makes sense yep um so uh yeah it i mean the big thing is team envy is literally the achilles hill for nrg all right nrg if there's a worlds or like a finals was it as long as Team Envy can make it to the finals against NRG, they're going to win. That's my uh, that's my thing because it, it just feels like Turbo is so determined to beat that team every time, <laughs> and two two and zero oh so far in in big in big uh, tournament matches. Obviously, here um, it doesn't make too much of a difference because I mean you'd still expect NRG to make it through uh, in a Swiss format, um, and just losing to Envy is not bad at all. Um, but I'm very excited to, that, that we have this like very solid Envy team kind of replacing the former Cloud9, shall we say, as like the top three. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. If I were to say top three right now, NA, I, I feel like there's a top four because Space Station mm-hmm. always always kind of shows up. And Rogue's been killing in turn. Ah, there's a lot of good teams. Uh, the top is super. So, <laughs> yeah yeah uh but it's good it's good uh big thing is version one so that's the team uh made up of the former cloud nine boys uh but instead of squishy it is axp um that are uh doing quite well so um i didn't get to see much of sunday how is version looking they against g2 they did not look so hot Mm -hmm. um but it definitely felt like they were a team that like we're gonna be any team that's not RLCS caliber, but we won't. I don't think they'll be able to contend with the the, the, the higher level teams. Okay, that's fair. I can see that. Um, they definitely were playing well on the Sunday. Like they've been playing well so far in what they've done, but yeah, they haven't played against anyone too big yet. Mm-hmm. I think, and that's what it is, right? Like the, my my thing is like I never doubted that gimmick and. Uh, tournament on a team can can beat a lot of these other teams but it's just it, they've never felt like they were a top contender in in a while and i i i mean i think it's great that they're still together and and maybe they can start pulling pulling results out soon uh i'm just afraid that like at some point these two are gonna have to split up to really like regain something because it just feels like they're almost hanging on to like a former partnership that wasn't quite working. Like it, it felt like, remember the whole cloud nine story that was really exciting, but it always felt like squishy was kind of pulling them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll see uh, this weekend if, uh, if that changes, I think they will yeah. be, uh, the first game for them should be against Sonics. If I'm reading this, uh, um, how this would work. So that would be probably a really good, um, indicator of how they're going to be going against like the bigger teams. Do we know how Sonics yeah. is doing? Sonics was. I don't know. This. Is, yeah. I mean, Sonics was not able to like to beat the peeps, but they 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 seem want like they're confidently beating the rest of their games. Yeah, no. It looks yeah, well enough. I mean, to be fair, the peeps just popped off. They beat yeah. they beat two major teams in, in the group A, but yeah, that that was group A. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, group B is there? I, I guess the another big thing is. Uh, Nefarious has Jay Wismont, which is formerly of Charlotte Phoenix. We are unofficially sponsored by the uh, <laughs> Charlotte Phoenix uh, team. Uh, no, but but Jay Wismont not making it through, which is um, interesting to mm-hmm. say the least. Uh, Pittsburgh Knights, the new Pittsburgh Knights, which are just like if you knew the Pittsburgh Knights, this is not that team. This is like Kinsey and, and a couple other players that are uh, 
that that are not you wouldn't be familiar with if you fo- if you followed the Pittsburgh Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised that Omelet didn't make it in. Like, yeah, seventy two PC beat them out. I would have expected that to be the other way. <laughs> yeah, that, but Jacob Wonder Ty is pretty main. good. Surprising hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go for it. <laughs> no, it it just feels like the teams that like went two and three. A lot of them were RLRS teams fighting against each other, right? That's true. RLRS level teams, uh, yeah, kind of fighting it, which 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 you know makes normalcy again happen. So uh, I feel like this. If, if the EU bracket showed a lot of inconsistency, this bracket seemed to make a lot more sense. So uh, I'm quite excited for the uh, stage two. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. I have a question for the two of you. Um, do you think Group B was balanced super, super weirdly, where it was like four really, really good teams at the top and then four like, eh, or like maybe like six um, RLRS teams? <laughs> no. Be- I mean, like... I, I can't like with the way the peeps and space station played, I can't say that they're necessarily just going to get stomped by envy and, and G2 and NRG. Yes. I, I do agree with that, but I'm saying in general for group B alone, um, it looks a lot more specifically top heavy. And like, there is a definitive line between the, uh, the top players and the bottom uh, players than group a because group a yeah. has space station peeps um, and rogue. Those are the three that I would expect to be in the top half. But honestly, everybody else is relatively competitive. Um, meanwhile, in Group B, it's like G2, Envy, NRG, and Alpine. Alpine's kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. If you are a lower-level team, you want to be in Group A. Because yes. there's just less of those higher-tier teams. I, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, yeah I know, that's, that's what I, I, that's what I saw that. there. It, I was surprised to see all three, or all four of those, actually, those teams in uh, Group B. Because it seems too strong. <laughs> all right uh this is this is now the time uh because i I realized we didn't do this last time when eu was coming around Mm -hmm. um but what we're gonna do is we are going to do predictions uh for the actual final bracket the playoffs Uh, so the way it will work is you have to choose who's the four teams that are gonna be the semis all right that's your first prediction four teams that make it to semis uh and then you have to choose a winner so that'll be uh just okay. so we have that on paper okay. or on audio paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, Elize, maybe I'll start with you. Who, Which four teams do you think will be in the semis? Um, and then choose one of them to remember later for finals. But don't tell me about the finals one yet. Start with the semis. Okay. Four so... teams. I'm trying to think, through, like, I'm just trying to imagine where they'd go, like, how the bracket would look, because I think that does affect some of it. But if I had to pick, mm. like, basically who I think the top four in NA are that theoretically should make it, I think I'd have to go with G2, NV, Space Station, NRG. Okay. I'm sleeping okay. on Rogue. I'm sleeping on the peeps here. Yeah. Well, as 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 the uh, notes have told me, don't sleep on the peeps. <laughs> I was I was I was told to say that by the 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 higher powers that be. That be me. Um, that ASAP Enterprises. <laughs> um. All right. So you you keep those four in mind. Uh, Wabbits. What four would you choose? Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping on the peeps, so I'm putting the peeps in. I just have to. There's there's no way I can't. Um. 
I think Envy beats out NRG in the beginning, which means that they're probably going to be making it to the semifinals with NRG. So Peeps, Envy, and NRG are going to be there. And the last three, or between the last three, this one's hard. I don't want to go with two outliers with Peeps and Rogue, but I kind of do. <laughs> but I'll say Space Station just because I think they're going to pop off. Okay, so your four teams are <laughs> uh, Peeps, Space Station, Energy, and uh, Envy. Okay, okay. So wait, uh, you're not putting G two? Oh we're my not god! Yeah, you're not putting. Wow, what a guy! I know, I know. Um, I will put in G two, NRG, Rogue, and Charlotte Phoenix. All right, oh, that is. Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, okay, okay. Because this is my theory, okay? Uh-huh. I think Envy is the kryptonite to NRG. Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. Uh, but I think Envy can be beat in the quarters. Okay. I, That's fair. That's fair. One, one thing I'd say, though, for the NRG-Envy debate is that, like, yes, they did... NRG, or Envy did beat NRG on uh, Sunday, but, like, last week in the grid... Uh, they also played, and in five games, it was energy that took that came out. So I don't know if I'd if I'd go so far as saying Kryptonite, but I think it's definitely a really interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Well, my my point is, I feel like Team Envy playing against Energy is like at least twenty thirty percent better than they usually play. <laughs> but I don't know if they will have that same like Energy playing against Energy bump against other teams and that's why i haven't put them in so g2 energy uh rogan charlotte phoenix because you know charlotte phoenix has to make it the semis right that's what i said mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah I, I really have no choice uh so um allies of your four teams who do you choose who do you predict who do you hope to win this whole tournament do you want to set up some kind of bracket for me here or am i just assuming uh random random setup assuming in the random assuming random. Oh, okay yeah, assuming random. Just uh, because at this point you're not, you're, we're not choosing finals. You're just choosing who's winning the tournament, right? From those four teams, who wins it? Um, I, I think I'm gonna go with G two on this one. Okay, the main motivation got, being there. G uh, two's back in their team house now, and they've already. Pretty sure they won the grid last week and were looking super hot when they played on Sunday. Uh, so just as we saw like at the end of last season, when G2 starts to put their head into the game and uh, gets in that team house vibe, they just look unstoppable. And I, I think they can come through with this. I think you're so right. Like I'm actually so excited for a G2 NRG uh, matchup with like how G2 looks right now. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I think last time or in the last couple of tournaments, G two just was not looking like themselves, so it wasn't as hype. Um, but going into this week, I'm pretty excited. Fair, fair. I, I didn't know about that, but you know what? I don't care about it. I'm saying that uh, <laughs> that G two energy are facing in the uh, in the semis, and the space station is going to take it. Didn't you say G two is not going through? You didn't have G two in your core. Yeah, quarters. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Listen, I like I like that space station. It's, it's definitely that team where we know they're they're like they've been building power. They've been powering up for a while. You know, they've been in their time capsule uh, training. You know. And they're definitely playing very well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the finals and perhaps winning it. But I did not have them in my bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I did have is obviously Charlotte Phoenix. Um, they, they in, in my imaginary bracket, they would, uh, they would face Rogue. Because uh, that's literally the only team I feel could they could beat. Uh, and then they'd be, <laughs> they'd be in finals. Uh, but then they would lose ultimately to G2. So I, I'm also going with okay. G2. That's my prediction. So we have two G2 predictions and a plot twist. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And Space Station Gaming um, as our predictions, which means, uh, well, if there's there's one thing, no one can, I guess no one can give Wabbits that he goes with with the uh, status quo, you know? That's the vast majority of my choices against status quo. (laughs) I want to not be what you guys say. (laughs) Feel free to... To uh, to remind us on Sunday when all these teams do not make it to the semis, mm-hmm. uh, like it, it happened to EU, uh, to make fun of us. That that's great. What do you want to say, Elias? Oh, I was gonna say to be fair, uh, SSG is a super solid team and they've got super potential mm-hmm. to push through, given just their results lately. Anyway, and typical just being a nutbag. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. Oh. I'm just happy that NA seems a lot more structured. Like EU is our Wild West right now, so NA feels a lot more. Yeah, uh, at least at least outside of the grid. Remember, we're we're not looking at grid results, um, which I mean, it's great that Lies brought it up, but like, I feel like that's like a lot of esports stuff that people <laughs> probably care less about. Uh, it seems like these regionals are, are the bigger thing, which is good because. I think you know if we were following these tournaments and we were following the grid, it'd be a lot of esports. Yeah, be so much esports. What I like um, as the grid, like what we could use the grid for, is like if we need to, we can look up matchups. Essentially, go like true oh, past the results. Yeah. Where, where did these two teams end up facing in the grid? <laughs> and that that's what I think would be a, a really good way to use it, at least in this glance value um, understanding. <laughs> Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts on the NA Regional One Fall um, I'm, tournament? I'm going to end my statements with the. Uh, I may have said Space Station, but don't sleep on the peeps. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> any final things there? Um, only thing I'd say is if your bracket comes out, which honestly I think would be super cool, I'd love to see. Uh, Rogue versus Charlotte, just because Tarantaro used to be a Charlotte, so <gasps> that would just so make for right. a really fun matchup. Oh, you're you're correct. That'd be great. I, you know what, I I would love seeing that uh, in stage two or even in quarters. That would be, I think, that would be a great matchup. Oh, 100 uh, percent. So that's that's my fun rivalry matchup, and I'm also Energy G2 is another fun fun matchup that if if you see uh, kind of coming up in schedule, I would stick around because I'm I'm pretty excited for those two. Um, yeah, I think that's that. Uh, so those are predictions, two G2s, um, one space station gaming. Uh, let us continue on. Uh, I like to thank, this is the, this part of the show where I thank all our patrons who've been supporting us. Um, man, they, it's just been wonderful. Um, I, now they get chapters from a book, so that's a random perk they're getting now. So, uh, I hope they enjoy it. Um, really all I'm looking for is like, would you want to keep reading this book? That's really the only 
possible thing because like it's a first book you know what i mean like i know there's going to be a lot of things i have to improve on uh so really it's it's ultimately would you enjoy are you enjoying and and would you continue re- wanting to, to hear from this book this is also to me in my mind very amusing because like it's almost like a episodic book like like reveal do, do you know what i mean oh true <laughs> like, like I, I don't think people think about that but like you'll have like uh i don't know um you, you had video games that will do like updates or big dlc stuff right so you'll get new content or you'll you'll have tv shows or, or movies um they have to wait for the new episodes to release right but you don't really do that with a book so uh i'm kind of intrigued by by the concept of the book in this um, age of binge streaming uh netflix <laughs> netflix shows it's time to go back to the basics and have well, no i'm almost saying maybe that will make books more palatable exactly. people who don't now we're having a weekly- genius dude marketing <laughs> genius um, <laughs> so patrons uh be on the lookout for that uh thank you all for your support special shout outs to the roll call tier uh in jy's mife paint tim Barker, relentless and psych mopko um, I actually remembered uh, this. This is what I want to say at the beginning of the show, uh, but obviously, you know, there's so many announcements that I uh, have only been able to bring up now. Um, this is as I am now writing a book and trying to adhere to some uh, conventional uh, writing slash speaking uh, norms. Um, I will say the ASAP Weekly is one word, okay? But the exception is. If you say, if you're talking about the community, so you can say ASAP if you're talking about the community, but you do not put ASAP and then a space and then weekly. Okay. I've, I've said it. <laughs> wow. It's official. We, it's official. It's official. You've been told that. Yeah. You've been told. Uh, also, Oxford commas don't exist. Um, <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> See, I thought the last statement was was like somewhat controversial, but then I decided to like pound it on top. No, you can use an Oxford comma as long as you're consistent with it throughout your writing. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't don't do both because then it gets annoying. Mm-hmm. What's an Oxford comma? Um, well, I'm not going to explain it here. Uh, an Oxford comma. <laughs> There's well, it's some used people in English and in writing and in words. There are and, some people out there who got that, and that's all I need. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is, I think, a great place to uh, finish off the show. Obviously, as well, the random. I think I. Th- I don't know. I'm not going to say any names for the relentless and hunty show. I'm not going to reveal any names because I don't think we finalized. Uh, but they that should be dropping within the next week or next two weeks. Oh, I uh, hope it's relentless so we, and hunty. The name of the show. Oh no! Them being in the show. The names. Never mind. Yeah. No. I was okay. <laughs> They are they are confirmed as the duo that is doing the show. I just don't have an official name for the show. Um, but uh, we have some good contenders. Anyway, uh, from myself, from Avisa Lies, we wish you all a wonderful week. And uh, we hope to see you next week.